you for those that are under the sound of my voice and uh, let us pray Heavenly Father we thank you for uh, being God and being God all by yourself and as we settle in this evening Lord we pray that we would have an ear to hear what you would say unto us I decrease you increase give me what to say just how to say it I thank you for creating in me a mind transplant to uh Transplant the gospel of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ in the minds and in the hearts of those that are out there uh, in radio land listening to uh, hear good news from afar. And we thank you for it in Jesus name. Amen. I'm going to continue with the uh, second part of creating me a mind transplant. And uh, this most certainly is just having a new mind for Christ, a new attitude, a better perspective, and a way to live this life. Uh, and we want to most certainly live it more abundantly. Um, so if you have not accepted the Lord Jesus Christ into your uh, mind, into your heart, into your soul, well, you can do that. You can let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, by repenting and allowing him to come in and lead you and guide you into all truth and understanding. And sometimes we uh, go through life and we don't uh, feel that we may need him, maybe because of uh, position or status. But uh, Paul came to realize that how could he live Without Christ, he said in Romans uh, 7 and 24, O wretched man that I am, who shall deliver me from this body of death? And we thank God for John 3 and 16, which tells us for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. And because God sending his son and allowing him to trade places with us, we have a right. To this tree of life And so as we go into Our message um, I want to uh, give you A little profile About uh, Adam and Eve Which I will be uh, Talking about A little bit as well as our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ But I'm going to be reading from the Crossing Devotional Bible And um, it has a lot of articles in it uh, by uh, Max Licardo, Jerry Jenkins, James Dobson, uh, Joni Erickson, er uh, Tata, Gary Smalley, Bill and Lynn Hybels, and many others. And I also want to say that we as Christians, we do stand on the shoulders of one another. We share, we are inspired, we are uh, trained uh, by the Holy Spirit and um, we are uh, commissioned to preach the gospel uh, from the Bible and um, we learn from one another. So as a culture of Christian people, 
we have so many things in common. And sometimes it seems that we are uh, uh, maybe preaching um, like another person, but what you are hearing and what you are witnessing is the Holy Spirit having its way in the lives of those who name the name of the Lord. We're talking about the fivefold ministry. Um, the pastors, the prophets, the evangelists, the apostles, and the teachers. Um, we will um, be inspired uh, uh, with learning and being creative in our own right and in our own way, yet presenting the Bible, which is the unadulterated word of God, because everything got to line up with the Bible. And just like you're in the school of... Um, of the ministry, you, you just like you're in the school of uh, education, and the teachers are teaching you how to perform a certain uh, uh, lesson. Well, it's the same way with the culture of Christian people. Our lessons comes from the Bible, so we're going to teach the same things. We're going to speak of the same things. If it if it comes out of the Bible, the B I B L E. It, it should all line up uh, with the same uh, teachings. So we just thank the Lord that there's so uh, much information uh, that we have to, uh, you know, live out of, especially uh, when it lines up with the word of God. We concur with one another. That's the word, you know, line up on line, precept up on precept here a little there a little, the pastor speaking a little, the teacher speaking a little, the prophet speaking a little, the evangelist speaking a little, and on and on and on. So I thank the Lord for all the uh, the ministries that have been in my life. Uh, I learn from each and every one of them and whatever the Lord allows me to uh, grab a hold of and, and he creates in me a... Uh, uh, another perspective in saying it, then I thank God for that because nobody can do you like the Lord. So we thank the Lord for TD Jakes. We thank the Lord for Joseph Prince. We thank the Lord for some of our local uh, pastors, Dr. Wanda Davis and um, uh, Malak and, and all the others that we hear, even our pastor Doug and Apple. And we uh, thank God for uh, uh, Pastor Dobson and all those that, that just enlighten us and, and help us to be uh, more uh, fine-tuned in, in our ministries. All credit we give to God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Uh, we thank God for uh, uh, Pastor uh, Creflo Dollar, Miles Monroe. We thank God for all of those. We give credit to each and every one. Pastor Thomas W. Miller, Pastor Beverly uh, Miller. I mean, all the people that have poured into our lives uh, you're going to hear uh, uh, some of the things that they would say, but we are enlightened and uh, be and creative to teach in a way that God gives to us individually. And so don't be ashamed of the gospel. 
You know, the devil sometimes want us to be ashamed of the gospel and, oh, I, I learned this from this person. No, we learn to inspire, to engage, to inform and to give a better perspective so we can uh, help those to have a well-balanced life. So let me read a little bit coming from this um, um, devotional Bible. King James Version said Adam we don't usually think of Adam as a father but among the facts the Bible records about Adam we find the statement in the days of Adam after he had begotten Seth with 800 years and he begat sons and daughters while we don't know much about Adam we do know that he continued to produce children over the span of eight centuries. Adam and Eve must have had enormous, an enormous family. Should we judge Adam um, fathering on the basis of how his children turned out? And we see this even today. Uh, a lot of times our children go astray. They do things that we are not uh, uh, happy with. Uh, we are not uh, uh, we don't uh, stop loving them, but we are disappointed in the behavior. And um, I don't believe uh, none of us would just say to our children, hey, I want you to grow up. I'm going to train you to go out and, and murder someone. And I'm not saying that that has not happened. And if it has, we most certainly know that it was not flesh and blood, but it was a spirit that had entered in and uh, transformed that person's mind into something that maybe they didn't even uh, realize until it was too late. So we want to give the credit back to where it's due. It is the devil that comes to kill, steal, and destroy. So... Adam um, had a son, Abel, who became a shepherd, and he pleased God. And Cain uh, was uh, the one that murdered uh, his brother, Abel. And another, Seth, which uh, came along after uh, uh, Abel was murdered, and he was the very image of his father, Adam. So Eve um, considered uh, Seth a replacement uh, for uh, Abel. Other than that, we know little about Adam's children. God's word says nothing about any of his other uh, sons or many daughters, except the fact that theirs was the first generation of people born into sin. More uh, telling clues show up a few generations later. When Noah walked the earth, by then, the society was so filled with sin and violence that God was sorry he had made them and flooded the earth. We will never know exactly what kind of father Adam was, but it is clear that along the way, his main challenge to raising his children proved to be sin itself. Not how to help his children get ahead in life. Are you passing on your faith to your children? And are you teaching them how to pray, study the Bible, and worship? In the end, those are the skills they will need 
the most. And pretty much um, this is what we want to do. We want to uh, teach uh, our children uh, at our feet to pray, to study the Bible, and to worship God. And that, to me, is the most precious gift you can give any child to be able to uh, go out into this world and have a balanced life, have a better perspective, have a, a new way of thinking. And um, the Lord Jesus Christ can do that for us. And I'm going to now uh, turn your attention uh, towards some other scriptures as we continue on. Okay, now if you would turn your attention to the book of Genesis, and this is uh, the third chapter, starting with the first verse, and I'm going to read until the spirits say the same. It says, Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field, which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, Yea, had God said, Ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden? And the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, Ye shall not eat of it, neither shall ye touch it, lest ye die. And the serpent said unto the woman, Ye shall not surely die. For God doeth know that in the day ye eat thereof, then in the day that ye eat thereof, for ye shall not surely die. God doeth know that in the day, that in the day ye eat thereof, then your eyes shall be open, and ye shall be as God. And ye shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and that it was pleasant to the eyes, and a tree to be desired to make one wise, she took of the fruit thereof and did eat. And not only did she eat, she gave also unto her husband with her. And he did eat, and the eyes of them both were open, and they knew that they were naked, and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves aprons. And they heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day, and Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. And the Lord God called unto Adam and said, unto him, Where art thou? And he said, I heard thy voice in the garden, and I was afraid, because I was naked, and I hid myself. And he said, Who told thee that thou were naked? Hast thou eaten of the tree? Wherefore I commanded thee that thou shouldst not eat. And the man, and the man said, The woman thou gavest to me, she gave me of the tree and I did eat and the Lord God said unto the woman what is this that thou hast done and the woman said the serpent beguiled me and I did eat and the Lord said unto the serpent because thou hast done this thou thou art cursed above all cattle and above every beast and of the field 
upon thy belly shall thy go and dust shalt thou eat all the days of thy life and I will put enmity between thee and the woman and between thy seed and her seed it shall bruise thy head and thou shalt bruise his heel wow and we want to stop right there and we just most certainly thank the Lord for uh, God so loving us that he gave his son to substitute this death that occurred in the garden uh, that separated us from uh, God's original plan. But I want to talk about something real quick. And I want to talk about the spirit of murder. And uh, that same spirit we are dealing with uh, today. Um, and we cannot fight that spirit of murder that was from the beginning, which came through the devil. He comes to kill, steal, and destroy. And we have... Um, People that will protect us and uh, with all their power, with all their might. But we have to understand that it's not by power nor by might, but it's by the spirit of the Lord. And we most certainly uh, are not fighting a flesh and blood. This is an invisible foe, murder. We cannot see it. We don't know uh, when it is operating. We don't know uh, how it subtly operates because it is an invisible foe. And, but we certainly thank God for those that uh, will uh, stand up and, 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 and uh, help us uh, in this uh, uh, spirit, you know, because they, they're putting their lives on the line and we most certainly appreciate that. But the Bible tells us, that this spirit, we cannot see it. It is not flesh and blood. It is in high, it is wickedness in high places. And you know, um, we, um, think about, uh, when, when people are going through some very difficult times in their life, especially, uh, when someone dies, they, they, uh, put up a GoFundMe. And I think it's time that we too put up a GoFundMe, a GoFundMe, uh, uh, people that will, uh, stand in the gap and, and, and actually pray for, uh, uh, the people, pray for our community, pray for our neighborhoods, pray for, um, you know, our world and, and just have the, that, uh, particular, um, uh, group of people that would be responsible, uh, for that. You know, because the, the the churches can only do so much. But then what are we doing when we're not, uh, you know, in the church or visiting the church? Well, we might need some cell groups that will uh, go fund me a harvest of people uh, that will uh, uh, pray and pray without ceasing. Uh, the Bible says the harvest is plenty, but the laborers are few. We need uh, people continuing praying in the spirit um, and gathering uh, uh, one with the other uh, over the phone or Zoom or duo. I mean, there's so many ways that we can go fund me Jesus in prayer um, to to do these things, because I'm saying 
the spirit of murder is a spirit and you cannot see it. And it's not by power nor by might that, uh, you know, we could uh, actually uh, eradicate this thing, you know, because like I said, it is an invisible foe and we can't fight an invisible foe. You know, and so many people have, uh, you know, lost their lives due to this spirit of murder. But I just needed to say that because, it, you know, it just seemed like the devil is stepping up his program. And every time you look up, we we hear about uh, that uh, situation. Again, God is our author and he is the finisher of our faith. And I believe that prayer changes things. Uh, the young lady, Dr. Tawanda Davis from the Elevation Church uh, was talking about prayer. And a lot of times that's the last thing that we think about when we are in uh, trouble. And we all uh, uh, are going to have some trials and we're going to have some tribulations and we're going to find ourselves dealing with things that may have been in our past, even those that name the name of Christ. But prayer is always in season and out of season. You know, the devil, I said, he comes to kill, steal and destroy. And even though he may show up. All you have is prayer, and that is the tool that we use because we know the Lord says he is a present help in the time of trouble. And because he gave us uh, the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, then this is uh, our way back to uh, the garden. This is our way back to uh, receive the Holy Spirit in our life that will guide us and lead us into the way we should go, the way that we should take, giving us the truth uh, that passes all knowledge and understanding that, that we can ever know God is the truth and he is the way and he has redeemed us. And when we are uh, come into that uh, uh, knowing that this resurrection uh, gave us that that power back, the power over sin and death, the power uh, not to uh, yield to the the enemy. You know, we don't have to submit ourselves to him anymore. We don't have to submit ourselves to uh, yielding to his temptations and, you know, his seducing and conning uh, spirit because the kingdom of God has arrived and it has arrived through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, through the resurrection. Um, and we will um, continue to experience that in remembrance of, of this resurrection uh, the rest of this week. But thy kingdom has come and thy will will be done. And we most certainly uh, can do nothing without him. And so prayer is always in season. We thank God for redeeming us back, redeeming us and giving us back the kingdom, giving us back the Holy Spirit, giving us back everything that the enemy stole from Adam and Eve um, in the garden. And we now can live and live that life more abundantly through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And like I said, we are not ashamed of the gospel, no matter what we go through. That's just like a young lady that have decided to uh, have uh, uh, intimacy out of um, without being married. And then she gets pregnant and then uh, she may be sorry that that happened, but she can't uh, take the baby back. Uh, she is going to 
um, you know, go through nine months. Well, the same way with us, there's things that we may have done in our lifetime. And sometimes those things show up later on. We can't take it back, but God will give us the grace, which is sufficient to go through that time of, of trial or tribulation, but we can go through knowing Jesus is with us. Uh, his presence is with us. His influence is with us. And we don't uh, have to be afraid because he has not given us the spirit of fear, but love and power and a sound mind. And you can rest in him when you cast your cares uh, on him. He will care for you. And so, like I said, Adam and Eve is the one that separated us when they decided to celebrate the 4th of July. They decided to be uh, uh, independent. Uh, this is where we get um, the Declaration of Independence Day, the 4th of July, in a sense, when they decided to tell the Lord, we don't need you anymore. We can do this thing on our own and we can be responsible for all the things that we have need of. And we do this all the time in our world today. When we tell God we don't need him, he don't he will not strive with us when we tell him we don't need him. But he he does not leave us, but he will leave us alone until we uh, uh desire to have that relationship with him. Uh again, uh Paul, oh wretched man that I am. In other words, he realized he was a wretch undone and he was detached from the source that he needed. And that is our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The Bible tells us we are all like sheep that have gone astray and we go astray when we uh, become uh uh, independent of ourselves and we uh, feel we don't need uh, the Lord to uh, help us in our uh, life. And this is how uh, Satan deceived Eve. He blew her mind. You know, that song did not blow your mind this time. And that's what he did to Eve. He blew her mind when he tempted her to uh, take a piece of fruit and uh, disobey the Lord. And when she ate that fruit, it blew her mind to give to Adam the other piece. And this is what the devil does. He comes to kill, steal, and destroy. And um, that's why, again, I said we need the Lord in our lives because he has stolen uh, many hearts. He has killed many dreams. He has destroyed many lives. And from time to time, he will remind us of the past. He will show up and try to destroy your future. But thanks be to God, Jesus is our future. He is the author and he is the finisher of our faith. And all we need to do is accept him and accepting him uh, because if we suffer with him, we can reign with him. We can reign in the relationship that Adam and Eve once had, the relationship that tells us who we are and a relationship that we can begin to represent uh, God in a, a new transplant mind and show uh, people who we are in Christ. And Adam and Eve lost this and they lost the Holy Spirit. And so therefore, Jesus had to, uh, God had to send Jesus and, and to get that uh, uh, life back that he had planned for us from the beginning. And Jesus came back and he restored us. He restored us 
uh, back to to uh, live this heaven on earth through his substitution by taking on the penalty of death that was for all of us because God so loved us that he gave his son to take our place. Yes, he gave us uh, um, Jesus through his love. And he gave this when he gave us the grace to run the race that's set before us, looking to Jesus, who is the altar and finisher of our faith. If when we take up the cross and we follow God, because we can do nothing without him, we depend on God. We depend on um, uh, Jesus' reconciliation that allow us to uh, have a repentive spirit and to, um, you know, rethink and uh, to be reminded that we are re restored in him. But the devil doesn't want us to know that, that we can receive uh, the Holy Spirit. We can receive um, uh, Christ back into our life because he did purchase us with the price of his blood on the cross. And we have to remember God has recovered us. He has redeemed us from the death and from the curse. He has reconciled us back into the kingdom through his resurrection. And all we need to do is repent and return. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face in turn, then we can go and be uh, restored because he went away to prepare a place for us. He said, where he is, there we will be also. And we can call on his name anytime with a transplant mind for Christ. I come to the garden alone While the dew I'm not